Elena. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kaiwa Podcast, a space where we have conversations about a range of topics that we think are relevant to the APU community. I am Dorcas Menden. I come from Liberia, and I'm a third-year student here at APU. And today, I will be co-hosting this episode with Lisa, who's also a member of the Kaiwa Podcast hosting team. So, interesting story. Lisa was initially a part of the Kyra Podcast PR and marketing team, and she recently transferred to the hosting team this season. So, Lisa, do you want to introduce yourself before we go into today's conversation? Sure. Okay. Hi, I'm Lisa. I'm from Nepal, and I'm a third-year APM student. And as Dorcas said, I have been working in the Kyra Podcast for a year now. And this is my third season. And the reason why I decided to switch my team um, is because I wanted to explore more of what the Kaya podcast offers to its members. And I find hosting quite interesting. So I wanted to try it out for myself. So yeah, I'm really excited for this season and I'm looking forward to this episode. Thank you, Lisa. That's very, that's very nice. Me, I've been in the hosting team from the first season. I think I should try to, you know, move around also to learn new things. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to today's conversation. So today's topic is going to be about productivity and self-management. Two things that we think are quite important for university students and tend to be quite difficult also, at least for myself and for Lisa, based on our conversations. And in today's conversation, we'll start with defining what productivity means to us and try to understand procrastination and the whole concept of time at university. And then we'll try to close up with a few tips or you can say what has worked for us in terms of productivity. But enough about the introduction of the topic. I'd like to introduce today's guests to amazing people who have decided to come and share their stories with us today. Yuna and Mari, welcome to the Kaiwa podcast. If you could just kindly introduce yourselves so that the audience can get to know who you are. Okay. Um, hi, guys. My name is um, Mari. I'm a first year student at APU and I'm happy to be here. Thanks thanks for inviting me. Thank you, Mari. Yuna? Uh, hi, I'm Yuna. I'm from the Philippines. I'm also a first year student. I'm a second semester student and it's nice being here. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Thank you guys for accepting our invitations. Okay. So, we usually hear about productivity. I mean, there's a lot of th- there are a lot of things on the internet about like what productivity means, mm-hmm. how you should work a lot, yeah. or work no play, or sometimes play. But I want to hear from you guys, like Yuna, Maddie, and Lisa. Like, mm-hmm. how yeah. would you personally define productivity, and when would you say you're the most productive? Okay. Hmm. So first of all, I think um, defining productivity for itself is really important. It's because like we all have um, different constitutions and strengths slash weaknesses and understanding your own capabilities, meaning that means like you're taking full responsibility and taking whole control over the way you treat yourself. And 
that that self management and self motivational ability is, I think, the foundation of what productivity is.、Mm. So,、uh, for me,、uh, productivity would be you know some doing something that、uh, could get you closer to a certain goal. It would be like it could range from like personal stuff or you know stuff that、um, that are academic or work related. So it doesn't have to be something that that is ultra important. It just has to be something, you know.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lisa. Yeah. Um. Adding on to that, my personal view on productivity is um it is something that should come from within you and should not be forced. So, as long as you're Finishing your work, you're finishing your task, and you're prioritizing what's important to you, then that's being productive for me. Yeah, I really agree with you guys. I think it's a very personal thing. I feel like it's very subjective also, and it becomes problematic when we try to compare our definition or our level of productivity to others. So yeah, I would also just say like. You have a list of things that you want to do, and being able to achieve not necessarily all of them, but some of them to an extent, and also recognizing that this is what I was able to do at this point in time. And as long as you're able to do something to me, that's productivity. Right?、Mm-hmm. It's a very personal yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So since we're in the topic of productivity. Let's also talk about what toxic productivity is. Toxic so, productivity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, um. If people aren't familiar with what to- toxic productivity is, so it's shaming those who tend to work a lot, or shaming those who tend to work little. Has any of you been in the situation where you've been victimized or um put allegation up? I don't know if I can say allegation, but、um, said that you're working too less, or you know, you need to overwork yourself to achieve certain goals.、Mm. Uh, for me personally, I would say definitely. And、uh, just coming from an Asian household, that is <laughs>、oh, enough yeah, to yeah, say yeah, like, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh. It, producing a bad result, it, it sometimes your parents would automatically, you know, relate it to not working enough or you being too much on your phone or something. It's、yeah. uh, it's honestly super draining. And uh, another thing that I would say that really added onto that is that in my high school, I was in an environment where everyone was being productive.、Mm-hmm. I was、mm-hmm. I was. They will. They wouldn't shame me because、uh, everyone being is being supported. So, the treatment from the family,、uh, I kind of imposed that thing on my to myself. Like, oh my god, I need to do more. I need to do more.、Mm-hmm. And sometimes he would. I would feel that, oh, I'm not doing enough. I don't deserve to be here.、Mm-hmm. So, but right now, most of the time, I don't really feel that way because、uh, everyone's just. Uh, just happy for each other. Like、uh, whether you're doing less or more than them, you know they're being supportive. So、mm-hmm. it's a work in progress, I think. <laughs> so yeah, how about how about you guys? Oh yeah, it's the same for me. Um, I came from an Asian 
household thing to do. <laughs> and we were we were like always told like to you have to do more, you have to do more. Yeah. And even though we did like the whole task, the whole task that they gave us, they always said that um you you have to do more be- because everybody is doing better than you. Because some people are are getting more better grades than you, people having more achievements in you, so like you're not doing enough, and like that was a big pressure on me. So yeah, that mm. um toxic productivity is like, I think it's a big topic in Asian households. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listening to you guys is very interesting because also when <laughs> I was growing up, my parents mm-hmm. like very much stressed on. Me being a high achiever, like getting good grades, being the top in the class and all of that. But now, if I'm being honest, I think my default is to rest. So I rest first and then I work later. So I think if, (laughs) yeah, I wouldn't even consider myself very close to like toxic productivity at all because... I very much prioritize Uh, rest and sometimes it's not good because I'm not being productive. (laughs) I'm just... I'm just like I self-care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> self-care. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, if 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 it works, it's great. Yeah, it works until you procrastinate to the last minute, <laughs> and then you have no, <laughs> no yeah. time. But yeah, but I think yeah, yeah. listening to like um, you now was talking about feeling like you're not doing enough, so now you have mm-hmm. to do more. That whole like feel of imposter syndrome. That's something that oh, I've yeah. also yeah experienced. Um. I mean, especially if you're in a space where everybody is just doing their thing, they're just doing the most, and you feel like, I think I need to work for this space that I'm in right now. That's something I definitely have experienced. But with toxic productivity, I think, like Lisa said, it becomes really bad when we start to shame people who like to work, people who work Mm -hmm. a lot, and people who enjoy Mm -hmm. working. There are some people who just don't like being free some people who don't like mm-hmm. not having things to do and that's okay and there are some people who like to have fun only and there are some people who have found a balance between the two but i think it's really problematic when we have to shame when we shame people mm-hmm. especially on youtube when like people who make productivity vlogs you know show their daily lives some people are always in the comments like oh that that's toxic productivity you cannot work all day I think Mm -hmm. it's very problematic when we shame people because productivity is a very personal thing. The only thing, don't impose like your sense of productivity onto other people. That's all. Yeah. Like, so like that type of toxic productivity is like, I believe it's an action where you like um, blame something wrong that you did Mm. on something or someone else. Mm -hmm. Like um, for, for example, um, so you were doing your homework and your friends come up to the door and say, hey, you want to make dinner? And then, like, at this point, you have a complete control over the two options, either if it's yes or no. Mm-hmm. But you blame your friends that you didn't finish your homework because they invited you to make dinner with them. And making an escape route, other than, mm-hmm. like, criticizing yourself is, I think, uh-huh. what in that case is called, like, toxic productivity. I think... uh I do realize that I, sometimes I do uh, think about how how much other people get work done. Like sometimes uh, I find myself uh, seeing people, oh, they're not doing anything. Like I sometimes think to myself, how do they survive? Especially like in a college with so much mm-hmm. homework. Yeah. And sometimes when, uh, when 
on the other hand, like when people do a lot of stuff, and uh, I I sometimes think, oh, oh, do they get any rest? Uh, and especially for my friends, like I'm genuinely concerned. But if it works for you, and as long as you're like taking care of yourself, I guess. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but please, 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 please work on it, though. Please work on it. Oh I, my I, God. I, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a Dina's lot of like expression. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that 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 emotional expression really gets me in like yeah. what what you're going through, man. No, it it really is. Um, I think a relevant thing uh-huh. because I know a lot of workaholics. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I don't. I don't want my friends ending up in a hospital. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's good that you're. It's good that you guys are getting work done. But if uh, you're not gonna get work done if you're dead. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I agree with what you just said. Um, as I'm also from. Asian background, I can understand the pressure that not only our family, but mostly the society that puts on you to achieve greater things. Mm -hmm. And they kind of like compare you to the other kids. Even in my entire school life, I faced it from like a very early age. You get compared to like your fellow classmates and some are achieving a lot of things. And if you kind of, um, um, feel left behind that's not considered good so um yeah i agree with that and also like as yuna said when someone is a workaholic and they work too much and you start like getting like you start getting worried for them so yeah like um that's the thing that uh, we need to find a balance on not working too much but also not working too less that you kind of forget what you're um working for and talking about that as we are university students there might also be days where you don't feel like doing anything even though you have a lot of assignments you have a lot of like club activities um events you're participating in so what do you do when um you procrastinate a lot and you don't have the urge to do anything from within so do you push yourself or um, do you let yourself have rest Mm, um yeah absolutely I, I um and like yeah i absolutely let myself rest well like it's a scientific fact that like humans can't concentrate for like a long period of time so like yeah i, I let myself rest like and like what i do is like um i have a hobby to like um release my stress and i make sure that like my day off is like time managed so like starting off with like having a hobby to release stress like for me um working out and making music is is what i love to do without like the consideration of any financial aspects like money or like stress just do what you love to do when you feel overwhelmed and like the main part is like um schedule your time you're going to use beforehand to like fully focus on your hobby like don't put anything that causes stress in the day you're um trying to relieve stress like fully concentrate on what you love the whole day like that that's what i do 
For me, uh, personally, sometimes, uh, I, no, I'm lying. Most of the times, <laughs> I force myself to do things that I don't really, I don't know, uh, really need the mental power. Like, mm-hmm. uh, when I need to do something that I don't feel like doing, you know, like academics, like accounting homework that's due soon. Uh, <laughs> I, I just do other stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, clean your room and organize some stuff. It doesn't mm-hmm. really need mental power because um, most of the time, that's the thing I'm lacking. I know I have the energy, like my body can do it. But, you know, it's it's really tiring to make your mind work. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, it's mostly uh, the personal stuff, like cleaning up your room. I need to fold up my laundry. <laughs> you need to fold up yes. your laundry. <laughs> Yuna is like making a to-do list right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's making a to-do list. Kelly yeah. too, right? Got ones to... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do any... I can't do anything when I'm like, you know... Uh, I can't do anything productive or like yeah. super taxing to the mind when mm. I'm not... Uh, when, yeah, when I don't feel like doing anything because when I do it, I know it's gonna be... Wait, can I swear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be bad, yeah. <laughs> <What's> it, bad? <laughs> I, I just rest and lay down on my yeah, bed. Yeah, hope, yeah. hope for the best. <laughs> Uh, it's okay to slack sometimes yeah but but for me it's like i'm mostly uh, always ahead of my work which is good so like if i do slack yeah i if i do slack i'm kind of you know still on time Mm. yeah Yeah. you know you talked about like cleaning and actually there's research that shows that when we've procrastinated for so long the thing that makes us feel better about ourselves is cleaning. We always use that as an excuse, like, oh, at least I'm doing something. And that's why you see when you have so many things to do and you look around and your room looks messy, you're like, okay, let me clean first. That's why it's very important to always have like a relatively neat space so that you don't have any excuse, but you can yeah. I'm not saying my space is always neat. I'm just saying that's what the research says. Like yeah. just yeah. cleaning your room feels so satisfying. It's like you yeah. achieved something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when when Maddie was talking, I really resonated with it. Like having hobbies, having things that you do mm-hmm. for fun or to just calm down and being very intentional about that. It shouldn't be an afterthought where you're just like, oh, okay, I'm so tired now. What do I do for fun? You should actually yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, when I'm stressed, this is what helps me to, you know, calm down and try to yeah, like yeah. reset. So you should be very intentional about doing those things. For instance, I, I like to, I also like to exercise. I also like mm-hmm. to um make candles sometimes. I haven't done it in a while, but oh, it really cool. helps me like to, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. just be in the moment just try to put aside everything that's stressing you you know like rejuvenate for a minute and then you can come back with a very like fresh perspective so being very intentional about yeah getting rest and doing things for fun i really i really agree with that yeah Yeah, like i agree with having a hobby so that you can um uh involve in your hobbies when you're when you're in like rest rest mode after you work but 
for me personally what i'm going through is i do have hobbies like i like getting involved in a lot of creative stuff but mm-hmm. i have come to a point where i feel so lazy to even do that and it's so <laughs> like yeah. i don't know what's wrong like it's so tiring like um it's like no matter how much i push myself to get back on track i just mm-hmm. cannot do it and even the things that i like the most you know doing arts um i like diy's i like reading books so um even a simple task like when i think like okay i'm going to do some art now even grabbing my art supplies is like tiring for me like i wouldn't <laughs> even try to grab the stuff and oh, do it oh i see yeah yeah i see which is like oh, so embarrassing but yeah i'm mm-hmm. trying to get on track and um get back to my creativity well like what i think is like i think um that is not an actual hobby it's like you're you're um telling your mind that this is my hobby this is my mm-hmm. hobby that i use to um i don't know relax you're like telling yourself like a real hobby is where you don't really need to tell yourself the mm-hmm. your body just moves to that spot mm-hmm. and like um and like do what you got to do mm-hmm. so like m- maybe um um finding i don't know self evaluating what you love to do and self evaluating the things you do when i don't know you're really tired and you really um can't focus and the thing you do then is your real hobby and that could be anything that could be i don't know going um going to the hot springs i don't know um sleeping actually sleeping is a hobby actually um sleeping like there's a lot of things that you do when you're um overwhelmed and that is your real hobby like that's yeah that i think that is your real hobby that's wow. so wow. good that's like that's wow yeah 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 mic drop mic drop yeah i was about to touch on that like the art the creative stuff because yeah, yeah. when when people say like hey you know what's your hobby i like drawing and taking <laughs> pictures and editing pictures and so i was about to uh, i can sort of relate to what lisa said but uh for me it's like uh since it's creative i sometimes force like myself oh it has to be good i have to improve in something oh, so uh, yeah it has to be perfection and it, it came to the point that for me that uh sometimes my drawings like take two days mm. and it, it's you know it's it's sorry of course it's 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 yeah. a single drawing for two days and now that you talk about it it be not not a hobby this is self realization that happened today mm. oh. oh yeah oh, that is i also hobby. really like i try to make it perfect like whatever i do and if yeah. it's not perfect i feel like i wasn't effective on what what i was doing so i kind of feel Toxic like productivity. wasting wasting <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. wow yeah you know we 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 sometimes force ourselves to like cuz at at APU by the way oh what are your hobbies especially in japanese class shumiwa like you know <laughs> everybody is asking like what are your hobbies yeah, yeah, yeah. and sometimes you feel like maybe you have to think about something very good like oh i do art mm. i do <laughs> oh can i see some of your artwork and people forget that hobbies are supposed yeah, to be yeah. things that you do for fun you know yeah, yeah, yeah. for yourself not necessarily for other people 
told us a really good point. Like if it's if it's even stressing you to think about doing that hobby, is it really your mm-hmm. hobby? Yeah, that's a really, that's a really. I'm I'm also going to start thinking about some of the things that <laughs> yeah. I call my hobbies. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I need to rethink my hobby now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like what you like to do, not what you love to do. Yeah. Like there, there's a difference between like and love. Mm. So that's like, true. Yeah, that's yeah. True. yeah. Yeah. Maddie dropping some some deep <laughs> stuff yeah. right now. Some I know. Oh my God. words. <laughs> well, but like oh I, God. I don't know if I'm. I'll just say this, but like I kind of um overthink a lot. So like mm. I really think about what I do, like mm. why I'm, why why I was born in the first place, actually. Mm. And like wh- and like yeah. what, <laughs> and like what, <laughs> and like what what the meaning is that I was that I joined this whole community, this whole society, mm. and like people call it overthinking, but like I like to call it. Um, self-evaluating yeah very reflective by um Mm. doing that i have came to a conclusion that i love to make music Mm. and that i love to work out like i think it's really um essential to to do that wow (laughs) (laughs) that's a very deep reflection (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. very deep deep reflection Yeah. yeah while we're on this whole you know reflecting thing i've also this is something i've been thinking about for quite a while like mm-hmm. laziness. laziness it's it's very like <laughs> it's very <Lazy>. easy <laughs> it's first of all is that do you guys think there's anything such as like lazy like do you think people are inherently lazy like do you think some people like their personal their characteristic is just being lazy is is that something or do you think there are some factors that play into that in that there are people like things they can work on to do more things sometimes i personally feel like i'm lazy um and it's just because i i do things (laughs) i do things (laughs) here and there but sometimes especially when i like make a list and i'm not able to achieve as mm-hmm. much as I want to on that list because of course my default is to rest so if I feel like resting I'm gonna rest and leave the list so when I feel like I'm, when I'm not able to like achieve those things I start to wonder like am I lazy especially when mm. we're talking about this when you look back like there are people working there are people in the library there are people at Starbucks people doing things and I'm in my bed <laughs> so I'm wondering yeah. do you guys think like that's a thing. Like people were lazy. What What do you think? I'm just curious. Um. Okay. I'll go first then. So I think laziness is not a bad thing because mm. like we humans need a rest because we're a type of animal. But like if you think you're lazy and like you want to be more productive and like you want to do more stuff to make your life better. I love this quote from this person called um, Jordan Peter Peterson, you know him? Jordan Peterson, okay. Ask yourself today, like right now, mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. moment, what remarkably stupid thing mm-hmm. am I doing on a regular basis to absolutely screw up my life? Wow. Ooh, <laughs> that's you, and, yeah, yeah, and you have to think about it, not just like um, putting out your mouth because like thinking means you want the answer for it. So as I said, you have to self-evaluate it and get an answer out of it. So, like, mm. the thing is, like, 
you're, you're, you are recognizing that you're lazy, but you're not doing anything. So you have to change something in that. You have to change what you get an answer out of that question. Yeah. And listening to that, I'm thinking maybe because if I'm supposed to ask myself, like, yeah. what what is this particular thing that i'm doing that's like ruining my life mm-hmm. maybe instead of like saying oh i'm lazy i should say yeah. what's one lazy thing that i'm doing instead of like yeah. personifying laziness yeah. i should mm-hmm. rather like remove myself from it and say okay this particular thing that i'm doing is lazy yeah and do i want to keep doing this or do i want to like you know improve like myself yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like wow okay look your view yourself from like a third point of view yeah and Very then objective yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then you're you will know like the reason you're not productive the reason you're lazy mm. and then boom there you go you, you get an answer you know what to do so just do it yeah and also so Thank you for that, by the way. That's a really good tip. I think oh, yeah. I'm going to think about that quote <laughs> yeah, and what yeah, you yeah, just yeah. said. <laughs> oh, God. What am I doing with my life? I think, <laughs> you I know, think, it's okay. I think Mary is the, like, ultimate, ultimate life guru we need to have in our life. <laughs> like, he shares <laughs> such good advice. Bro. Yeah, really? Bro. <laughs> Do you charge for your coaching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like it, it's not me; it's Jordan Peterson. He said, uh, it all okay. and, and I love him. But thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank, yeah. You thank you, thank you. And another thing, again, I'm just bringing my problems to the table. Yeah, yeah. Another thing I want to talk about is, mm-hmm. and I was actually talking to Lisa about this before this episode, oh. like lack oh. of like concentration or staying focused. Oh. In classes specifically, since we're university mm-hmm. students. So I'm just going to say this. Recently, um, of course, we're doing online classes and now mm-hmm. we started to go in person. I have been experiencing some level of anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <In what laughs> like way, going to class and uh-huh. like sitting uh-huh. in a big classroom mm-hmm. with so many people I- around. And I find myself like fidgeting every time I cannot like sit still. Oh, <laughs> I'm always like, I have to like keep tapping something or like doodling so that I don't. Yeah. Mm. And I'm, it's really, it's been very difficult for me to maintain focus, especially in classrooms. Mm. I'm wondering, have, have you guys experienced anything similar or am I alone? Uh, kind of similar i guess but uh for me it's mainly because uh this part i I won't say the class uh, i'm some classmates might hear about it and they know what class what class i'm talking about but there's this oh no there's this there's this particular class that uh they say one professor no 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 (laughs) this class they say no it's on it's apu course review oh it's a plus it's fun it's uh i love it lisa Uh, looks like she had a realization (laughs) and and i go there yeah i guess it's light-hearted but you know it's still boring it still has work and if something is boring and requires work i freaking hate it that's why i i i do fidget with stuff i do Mm. i don't know i do my japanese homework i guess Mm. and it it's hard to stay focused on something that you don't like mm, mm. yeah i i think we can touch on the subject that uh 
now it's online classes. You can't just turn off your camera mm-hmm. and do do other stuff. Now you have to at least pretend that you're paying attention. And online classes for me it's a mix it's kind of a mix because for oh. class that you can turn off uh turn off the camera, you can mm-hmm. lay down on bed. Mm-hmm. But for example, for classes that require you to turn on the camera kind of helps for me because you know you feel guilty if you don't directly look at the camera because everyone sees what you're doing mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah. at least yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. pays attention mm-hmm. i think that's it relating to what you said yeah so basically like doing something taking a class that you enjoy also might help it's yeah. impossible for you to take every <laughs> every class is something you're interested in damn that's 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 the dream mm-hmm. i'll add something on that So we've been taking classes online for two years and I think it's really difficult to stay focused for a hundred minute class from the start to the end. So I've tried like different things to make myself like stay focused the entire class. Like I'll just um, put my phone away from me, like where I just can't grab it. But I tend to like find ways where I can just distract myself. And I also tend to do that quite unintentionally sometimes. Like um, all of a sudden, I'll just start, I'll open a new browser and then I'll start exploring different things. <laughs> like I'll watch uh, YouTube or yeah. something. So yeah, <laughs> but um, there's like, um, I've also seen people who have taken class online and they're um, utilizing it fully. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's my 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 goal. I I don't want to be focused like throughout the entire hundred minutes because mm-hmm. I know that is not possible for me, and I don't mm-hmm. want to put myself through that. I guess I'm just want like the change between being like online and being your own space, doing whatever you like. Nobody's watching you, and then now I'm in this big classroom with like so many students around, and I just feel kind of exposed like oh my god there are people in the room with me i guess that's (laughs) something i'm just trying to navigate you know and get used to again but yeah i've been trying a bit of meditation and i don't know if it's i think it's i think it's yeah i think it's it's helping a bit also to Mm. just like be very intentional but just being still yeah Yeah. so like about the lack of constant concentration so like um i get distracted a lot of times when i'm in the lecture and mainly because on my phone because it rings <laughs> it rings know, some, some, it rings yes i don't know somebody messaged me like i got a like or something on instagram something like that and like so um what i did is i put my phone into um concentration mode concentration mm-hmm. mode on iphone is like where um no um notification comes up it's like mm. now, now you don't get distracted, but the phone is still there. Yeah. So like, what I um additionally did is I used my phone as a way to um take um memos for my lecture, mm. but I don't get distracted to the phone because I'm using it. So yeah, that's how I deal with with my lack of concentration because of my phone. Wow, because checking your phone like notification like Lisa was talking, it's a very passive like. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very passive. You just 
oh, just like subconsciously just take your phone and then check again. But if you are actively like taking notes on your phone, you have to be, you know, you have to be very like, oh, okay. You have to make a decision and say, okay, I'm going to close this notes app and then open something else. And that's very mendoxai. So that, that, that's a very, that's a very yeah, good yeah. tip. Yeah. That's a very good tip. Wow. Okay. As we're near to the end of this episode, we talked a lot about our personal feelings, our experience, and we got a lot of great tips that some of them are like eye-opening and I'm sure a lot of our audience are also going to think about it. So as we're moving towards the end, I would like to ask our guest speakers today, do you, do you have anything to say as an end note or anything you want to promote? Then please go ahead. Okay. Um, thank you guys. It was a really great opportunity to share my thoughts. It was really interesting hearing your thoughts that I can um, put into my life. So um, I do music and I rap and I make songs. My name is M-A-T-T-Y, Maddie. Hey. So um, search my Instagram, M-A-T-T-Y under bar O-K-Y. You're going to go to my Instagram and maybe you can listen to my songs. Um, my third song is coming out next month. I haven't really decided on the date yet, but it's going to come out next month. So be tuned for my next song. Thank you very much, Kawa Podcast. Thank you very much. Okay. We insert the... But, yeah, um, your Instagram also on our our page as well. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yuna, do you want to say anything? Uh, thank you for this episode. It was really nice hearing other points of view, and uh, it was really enlightening. Thank you. I'm gonna think about this later. <laughs> what else? I have nothing to promote except, I guess. I'm gonna be walking on campus, like with my, my with my <laughs> camera. I do photography, so oh, that's cool. uh, I I'm gonna be like uh, taking photos of people. If you recognize, wait, are they gonna see me? But you see your picture. Don't be shy to ask for a picture. I would I would love to. And uh, that's it, I guess. Uh, stay happy and healthy, everyone. Okay, thank you. Thank you for sharing such great tips. And thank you for coming today. Um, So, and also thank you to our audience for always supporting us and listening to our podcast. We have our Instagram page at the Kava Podcast. So you can contact us there for any questions, comments, feedbacks, or topics and guest recommendation. I would like to thank our team behind the Kava podcast and the credit for today's episode goes to our editing team and our editor is Eugene from South Korea, Yuma Nagaoka from PR and marketing team and Tomoka Nabara and Yoshioka Kokoro from graphic design team. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.